Women have been conditioned by society to be, act, and think a certain way. Here at Girls IRL, we encourage women to challenge societal norms and embrace their femininity. With that being said, let's get into this week's episode. Happy Halloween, everyone. Welcome back to the Girls in Real Life podcast. I am your very sickly host, Mariah Clayton. If you could not tell from my voice, I literally sound like a 60-year-old man who needs oxygen to breathe and talk. I don't even know. Like, I've been so sick these past few days, and I'm finally starting to get over it, but I'm just very, like, congested, so... Like, I feel like I'm talking very nasally. My voice is very raspy and like I really can't breathe or hear because like I'm so congested up in my noggin up here in my head and it's just been a struggle, but I am starting to feel a lot better. Like a few days ago, I was feeling just like really, really bad. My throat was sore as well. And now the sore throat is gone, but I just have a really bad cough and congestion. So I'm definitely coming out on the other side of it, you know, as we always do, but it's never sick. It's never sick being fun. I was literally about to say that. It's never fun being sick. So it sucks that I'm sick like on Halloween. And I know that my voice will probably be annoying throughout this entire episode. And I'm so sorry. But because of that, I don't plan on being here long today, like maybe 30, 40 minutes. Um, just because like, I just really don't feel all that up to talking. I had to force myself to record this episode. I was like, no, I promised them a scary stories Halloween episode. And gosh, dog it, I'm going to give it to them. So this is me holding on to my promise. And here I am showing up for you guys. (laughs) So yeah, anyways, happy Halloween. I'm sure you guys all the your fun Halloween stuff over the weekend and all the cute little outfits that I saw on my Instagram and my TikTok. Like I just love seeing people getting dressed up and just like having fun. And I don't know, just being able to I don't know, be kind of a new persona, you know? I didn't do much this Halloween because I've been really sick. Um, Me and my boyfriend did go to a little Halloween, like, kickback, and I dressed up as a football player. I literally just wore one of his little um, high school jerseys and put black mascara on my face and called it a day. And I don't know who he was. He was somebody from, from a movie that I haven't seen. It was supposedly really funny, but I didn't know what it was. So I was just like, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's pretty much all I did for this Halloween. And I'm not mad at it because like I said, I just wasn't really feeling that great, but I hope that you guys had a great holla weekend and that you got to get some candy, go to a little party, dress up, have yourself a little good time out girly. Um, but yeah, today, as you guys know, this entire month of October, I've been doing true crime, spookiness, talking about haunted things. Um, and it was a lot. I thought that it would be a cute little yearly thing that I could do like for every October, but I really, I don't think this is going to continue. I'll probably just do one Halloween episode, like the Monday before Halloween, And just let that be that because I, this was just too much for me. Like this felt like the longest but shortest month ever. I feel like I have been in this true crime spooky mood for too long. 
and I don't like it. And I miss just talking about like regular things. <laughs> so next year, it's not going to be as extreme. Um, but I mean, I had to try it at least. And it was fun um, to just get out of my comfort zone and just like do something a little different. But I think it was a bit overkill to do an entire month dedicated to scariness and spookiness and Halloween. So next year, we will not be doing that. But as promised today, we are doing scary like ghost stories, scary experiences that people have had. Um, Then I have some submissions from you guys and I also have some Reddit stories. So we're just going to be reading those today and trying not to get spooked out. Um, But I posted a poll and some questions on my Instagram the other day. And the first question that I asked was, do you guys believe in ghosts or spirits? And 79% of you said yes. And 21% of you were like, no, it's not real. And I don't know why I thought more people were gonna say like, no, they don't think it's real. I don't know. I guess I just feel like most people don't really talk about believing in ghosts and spirits but I feel like if you believe in God or if you believe in like any religion like you have to believe in spirits because there are good spirits and then if you believe in good spirits you also have to believe in the bad spirits too like I just feel like that just makes common sense you know so I feel like I definitely do believe in ghosts and spirits um there are definitely like good spirits and there are definitely like bad demonic spirits that you don't want to experience or encounter I think that those are all like very real things so very shocking to see that a lot of you guys are on the same page as me and that you think there are ghosts and spirits out here just with us in everyday life you know I wish that there was a way to like have a camera that you could just I don't know pan around like if you're standing outside and just see like all the ghostly or spirit figures like I cannot even imagine how many would pop up on that camera like I just know it's probably insane um and then the next question that I asked was have you guys ever had like an experience like a haunted experience and some of you guys were like yes and some of you guys were like no um So there's two responses that I'll read. One person said, yes, they had a ghost in their hotel room. And if you guys listen to the America's Most Haunted Places, like there were a lot of hotels on that list. So I'm not surprised at all. And actually, I meant to tell you all this in the intro, but I did go to the Myrtles Plantation, which is a haunted house here in Louisiana. Like I told you guys that I would and my boyfriend did come with me because he's a good boyfriend. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we went to the Myrtles and it really like wasn't scary. You just take a tour of the house and they tell you, you know, the history of the house and the stories about the people who live there, who own the house, like the spirits that haunted, whatever, whatever. And our tour guide was telling us this story about like these different experiences that people who have like stayed in the rooms, like stayed overnight experiences that people have had and one experience that she said was these people were staying in one of the rooms I don't remember which room it was um, but it was a married couple and they were there on their like anniversary or something and she was like yeah they didn't know that we were haunted and I was like first of all how do you not know that the Myrtles is haunted like I just feel like 
that's the first thing that comes up when you google the myrtles like i just i don't understand how they didn't know that but anyways the husband the husband was like asleep or something and the wife was up and i don't remember the full story but basically what happened was the woman saw a figure like standing in her window and it looked real she was like hey what are you doing like this is my room you need to get out of my room like what are you doing in here and the spirit turns to her and she like walks up to the person and she's like this is my room oh my god I would literally die if a ghost or spirit ever talked to me like that and like turned towards me and walked towards me and said that like this is my room like I've been here for centuries girl you just got here like (laughs) show some respect is basically like the vibe that I was getting from the story it was so crazy um anyways the story ended up with the wife literally leaving the husband the husband was dead asleep he didn't know what had happened until the next morning and his wife was like not there and he has like 20 missed calls on, on his phone and text messages and she's like you just need to uber here uh whenever you wake up because i'm not coming back in that room like it was just really funny but yeah the myrtles was fun it wasn't like a super scary experience as I thought that it would be. It was basically like the day tours, but just at night and more spooky stories rather than like the history of the house. But it was still a really cool experience. If you if you still want to go to the Myrtles, I would still highly suggest it. It's a great experience, but I wouldn't say that I had a haunted experience. Now, she did say that in some of her tours, like there are spirits that come out, like there's kid spirits in the house and there's this kind of spirit in the house and blah, blah, blah. And like explaining what all the spirits do and where they mostly are. And that sometimes, you know, they do show up like during her visits, but we didn't experience any of that. So anyways, this girl said that she had a ghost in her hotel room. And I said all of that to say that hotels seem to be like really haunted. Um, So that's not really surprising to me. Um, And then this other girl said, my mom's brother who passed away called her at work one day to tell her that he was okay. I think that is so crazy because it's like when you hear stuff like that, you don't really... It's like it sounds crazy, but to the person that it happened to, it's like it's so real. Um, But I think that that's super sweet that you know, the brother called her and he's like, I'm okay. You know, like stop worrying about me. And then you literally never hear from them again. Like what the heck? Like, I just don't, I don't know how spirits work and how it goes, but it just seems to me that they're able to just do like whatever they want. (laughs) And like, if they want to get in contact with you, they will, if they want their presence to be known, they'll let it be known. Um, but I thought that that was really sweet that like my, my brother literally called me and was like, I'm okay. Um, I just feel like that would give me so much validation and, you know, not have me worrying about like, oh, where is he? Like, I hope he's resting peacefully. You know, you just get to have kind of that closure that you don't really get when somebody close to you passes away. Um, so yeah, again, I just thought that was really sweet. Um, and then the last question that I asked you guys was what is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you just like in general it didn't have to be like super haunted it could just be like a scary experience that you had and that's basically going to be the gist of this entire episode is reading just like 
scary stories about things that have happened to people like it could be haunted it could be ghostly it could be like a near-death experience it could be you know they got robbed you know I don't know it's just like scary spooky stories for Halloween you know so anyways somebody said that they experienced sleep paralysis and that sleep paralysis is a real thing and I've heard a lot of people talk about sleep paralysis and I don't really like fully know what it is let me google it right quick and read to you guys the actual definition so this says during sleep paralysis your body is experiencing rim which is like the deepest sleep that you can experience as you're waking up or falling asleep but the result is the feeling of being paralyzed though you're still able to breathe normally and move your eyes so from what i've heard of like people talk about sleep paralysis is like you're aware that you're awake, but like you can't move and you still kind of feel like in this dreamlike state pretty much. And I've never had it happen to me, thank God, because I literally don't know what I would do. Um, but I just feel like there have been multiple people in the world who have, who have experienced sleep paralysis. And I'm just like, it's so crazy to me that that happens because how does it happen? Like, do things just decide like oh I'm just gonna pin her down in her sleep and like scare her like I don't know like I don't know what you have to do or what type of person you have to be in order for like this to happen to you because I feel like this would never happen to me like I don't know I don't want to speak too soon but I just feel like that would literally never happen to me (laughs) I don't know but it seems scary and something that I definitely do not want to experience. Okay, so this person said the scariest thing that ever happened to them was they recently remembered that they used to see the reflection of black boots pacing through their hallway under the crack of the door. In the reflection of a trophy I had as a little girl, the trophy sat high on my dresser, woke up one night and noticed the feet. I think I convinced myself it was my imagination. I don't know, but the idea is scary. So wait, so she saw a reflection of black boots pacing through the hallway in the reflection of a trophy that she had. So she didn't necessarily like see the black boots on the ground, like through her door. She saw it through the reflection of her trophy and she woke up and she noticed it and I'm like okay what is going on outside of my door like could it be a ghost could it be my dad coming in from a late night's work could it be my mom like I don't know like I feel like you make up all these excuses in your mind as to why some things happen um but yeah that the idea of that definitely is scary even if like if it was real or not real to to think that there are boots outside of your door is like okay are you coming in to kill me are you a murderer are you trying to break into my house and like rob my entire family like what's going on here um this person said i thought someone was following me home that is so scary like i feel like i've had so many experiences where i've been driving And I literally feel like the person behind me is following me. And I'm constantly looking in my rearview mirror like, are they getting over in the same lane as me? Are they getting off on the same exit as me? Are they turning right? Are they turning left? Like, it is so scary. That is like one of the worst feelings to think that somebody is like following you home. And for me, I would just keep driving like I would just literally go the wrong way on purpose and make sure that this person cannot know where I live like 
I just don't want them to know where I live at all. So that's all the ones that I got from Instagram. And then somebody sent in a longer story on the website. So let's read that about their scary experience. It says, okay, when I was in elementary school, I had a best friend. I was in second grade and we had been friends for all of my life. My mom had never let me go spend the night to someone's house just because you know how mamas are. Yes, my mom literally never let me spend the night at anybody's house. Like the first sleepover that I went to, I wasn't even allowed to sleep over. She was like, you can go to the party, but you're not spending the night at this girl's house. I was like, okay. (laughs) This was a Caucasian girl and she always would tell me stories about her house being haunted and how it was passed down to her family from her older relatives. Of course, I was intrigued by the stories, but didn't know if I always believed all of them. So this time I go to her house. We had a fun night, went to downtown alive, came back and had a little slumber party. We slept in her den and the den didn't have a door. It just has a big open like doorway with sheer kind of curtain. Okay. Yeah. Most dens, I don't think have a door before you get to the den. Her kitchen was right there. The kitchen light stayed on all the time. And with that, there was always a way for you to see what was happening on the other side of it because of the shadows that the kitchen light (coughs) i'm sorry and sheer curtain created this is not fun to do while you're sick okay during this time i was going through a stage of waking up in the middle of the night typically around 2 to 3 a.m this night i woke up i didn't have a phone to entertain me just her black cat that was constantly walking over our heads and her big yellow lab that snored extremely loud All night, I heard coughing, which I believed was her mom. But following the coughs, I would hear heavy footsteps coming up the hallway, but never saw anyone turn the corner. It continued. Then eventually, I began to toss and turn. Initially, my body was facing the opening to the den. The last turn that I took, I heard footsteps switch sides, and immediately as my full body turned, I took a double take. In that moment, I realized that there was just a big, tall, shadow man full figure arms and legs spread out a staring dead at me through the curtain please I would literally be frozen with fear it was clear that it was a man or something that resembled one because it was big very tall and seemed to have no hair (laughs) I was about ready to walk home in the darkness because I was so frightened and so ready for morning to come The cat didn't make it any better. Neither did the dog, LOL. She and I were still friends, but I never, ever returned. Bro, what the heck? Like, you just wake up and you see a full-figured man staring at you through the curtains? Oh, no, 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 no. Immediately, I am getting out of that house. I don't know. I don't care what I have to do, but I would not be staying in that house any longer that is truly so scary I don't even know what to do I don't I want to know how old you were it doesn't say it just, oh it says in elementary school yeah and like she said back then like she didn't have a phone so she couldn't call her mom like what would I don't know what I would do second grade you're literally like what 10 9 I don't is that how old you are in the second grade like you're young that is a scary freaking experience to have in the second grade. I'm so sorry that happened to you. (laughs) Okay, now the rest of these stories, I'm just going to read a few. 
They are from Reddit. We love Reddit stories. And I'm sorry, I would read so much more, you guys, but I literally am coughing up a storm and I just sound horrible. And I just know that like, I need to wrap it up sometime soon. So this one says, don't drive down dirt roads. So this happened right before my 20th birthday when I was in the U.S. Navy. I was stationed at a Navy school in South Carolina the entirety of my enlistment, close to Charleston, but not actually in the city. It wasn't uncommon for people with cars to drive into the city and everyone was friends with someone with a car. Me and my class leader, we'll call him P, were really close and he was friends with this New Yorker that I didn't like much. We'll call him T, but T had a car, so we ended up doing a lot together. (laughs) One night after all three of us had tanked an important test i convinced them to go for ice cream we decided on this little mom and pop type shop on the far side of charleston and piled into t's truck after we had gotten our ice cream p went to start giving t directions t couldn't find his way out of a shoebox but t insisted he knew a shortcut and we needed to just enjoy the ride we didn't have anything early the next day so i figured f it this will probably be a funny story later when t gets us lost So we're driving for at least twice as long as it would have taken to get back to base, but T keeps promising we're almost there. Meanwhile, we haven't seen a building in at least 10 miles and the road is so dark, I feel like I'm looking into the abyss. T mentions that he has to pee, so P and I tell him to just pull over and take a leak. The road was lined with forest, so he had options to save his dignity, but he insists on pulling all the way off the road. So T finds a dirt road and turns down it and P and I look at each other and both say he needs to stop. P and I are both from the South while T grew up in mostly NYC. So P and I both knew how real shoot first, ask questions later can be. But T kept saying he was just going to go a little further through the trees. I'm thinking, how about we're going to get shot because I want an ice cream when we break through the tree line. About 20 yards in front of us was a big bonfire that was bright compared to the light from the new moon. Immediately, my stomach dropped and P and I both started screaming at T to turn around. That's when we noticed the figures around the fire and those closing in around us. T was frozen in the driver's seat, so I reached into the front and put the truck in reverse while hitting him repeatedly on the shoulder. T slowly turned around to to check behind him to back up only for him to freeze again. I turned and saw more figures closing around the trail behind us. P by now had pulled out a flashlight and was trying to blind the figures while repeatedly telling T to just go and that they'd move. So T starts to slowly make his way back while P's whipping his flashlight around and I'm making sure all the doors are locked, rolling up the rear windows and closing the back sliding window. The crowd parted like we were the we were Moses and they were the Red Sea and we made it back onto the road without any other problems. We rode the rest of the ride in almost complete silence and the three of us have never actually spoken about it since. The only thing that was said the ride home was when P turned to me and said they didn't have faces. Bro. First of all, if you like have to go to the bathroom, you do not turn down a random road. Like you just don't do that at all you try and find the place with the most light with the most people so that you can get out and go inside and use the bathroom but the second thing is what are these pe- people or things doing out here in the wilderness with a fire like if they were like real people i would just be like what the heck are you doing out here like are you a part of a cult is this a kkk meeting like what is going on but the person said that they didn't have no faces so that makes me think that like you're you're just like a spooky thing out here in the woods like 
plotting to do something to someone and I hope it's not me. Like that is so scary. I literally would not even know what to do. (laughs) I just don't, don't think I would ever be in that situation because me and dirt roads and just like darkness don't get along like I I don't care I will stay on the main road if I have no idea where I'm going I just want to be able to see and I want there to be people around me so that if something does happen to me like at least you can find me if something happened to them out there like literally nobody would have been able to find them for probably like days or weeks or months or ever like that's just scary to think about oh my god some of these stories on here are so long Okay, this one says, I used to work night shifts until this. It was around Halloween, maybe a week or two before. It was halfway, I was halfway into my shift, making it my lunch hour. It was chilly and I went to my car to grab a bigger jacket and have a smoke break. I was right outside the back door with the fencing, which the fencing runs closest to. It's maybe 10 yards off the back door. The only light is motion activated and I had to keep making grand arm movements to keep it on. It's all grass and shadows up to the fence and the light doesn't really hit that far. I was watching videos on my phone and the light cut out. I sat in the dark a bit, sipping my coffee and finishing my cigarette. What if the lights go out? Baby, I'm out of there. He just sitting there chilling. As I was finishing, I reached up, waved about to activate the light to find the ashtray. But as the light flickered on, I heard a noise at the fence across from me. We do get some some animals out there and they could get startled. It was all explained in my head instantly. But as I stood up, I heard the fence keep slightly jingling. When I looked up, I didn't see much. The light didn't really illuminate much outside its circle on the ground. I don't know why, but my first thought was to say hello. I feel like that is a white people thing. Black people are getting the F out of there, okay? When I did, the sound stopped for a moment. I squinted into the darkness, trying to adjust. The light went out. There in the darkness, the moon had a little more effect lighting up the area. The fence started lightly jingling again, really lightly. As my eyes adjusted better, I saw movement. It looked like a person opposite me at the fence, fidgeting with the links. I thought this must be a kid trying to spook us. Maybe they were going to break in and ghost hunt some high school kids had before without knowing the building never closed and we were usually pretty cool with them poking around as long as they didn't touch anything and made it fast so they could run tell their friends they lived through it but that wasn't really common and this was one person alone it felt off i radioed into my walkie to desk security hey we have a visitor out by north door behind the fence i've seen the monitors of camera feed and i know this area is totally covered they'd be able to see the fence clearly my walkie beeped back and the voice said we aren't reading any movement at the fence is it in the tree line negative they're fiddling with the fence right in front of me this all happened in a span of seconds my cigarette butt was still in my hands and i just barely swallowed my last sip of coffee they didn't even have the chance to reply to me when the when from the fence i heard this massively louder thrash of links and all i saw was the figure full on sprinting at me excuse me it's running towards me immediately no (laughs) i made a terribly embarrassing choking noise and crushed my coffee cup against the knob trying to rush myself in the fence is so close it's not going to take more than a few bounds to reach me i pushed myself in so hard and held the knob in place trying to figure the deadbolt into place the knob was flickering The knob was flicking down hard against my hold. I could hear and feel something moving against the opposite side of the door. 
I radio back. Get down here now. But I already heard steps coming my way. The knob stopped moving by the time they got there. It was all over with. I have never before or since had any moments where I felt like my imagination got the better of me. And I truly believe that wasn't the case here. I keep thinking back at the door handle jerking down when I was steps back on the walkie. That had to be proof. I wasn't imagining the whole thing. No one ever brought it up again, and wherever anyone asked about working in that old crappy factory, everyone would say, oh, we never saw anything up there. It's just a boring building at night. I would just smile and keep my side of the story to myself. Oh my God, that is terrifying to have some kind of figure full on sprinting at you and like literally no one believes what you're saying like something was clearly about to attack me I was in a moment where I thought I was about to die and nobody believes me what it's kind of like what I was saying earlier like sometimes stories like this are so hard to believe but for the person experiencing it it's like it was so real to them and it was happening to them and it's like how could you not even like why would I make this up basically you know that's kind of like what I try and think of like why somebody make this up and say that they experienced this when they didn't I mean I guess some people just like to be pathological liars but other than that you know I don't think that most people would lie about something like that I don't know okay guys I'm going to read one more I'm so sorry I know this episode is literally so short and probably not fun at all and I'm just making forcing myself to do it but I had to do it guys and I just feel so bad and like I don't want to keep coughing through this episode and every time I breathe in when I'm reading my throat gets all scratchy and then I have like this long coughing fit I've edited out so many coughing fits you guys don't even know so I think this is going to be my last one just because I can't do it anymore okay okay (laughs) Okay, this one is titled Creepy Sister. This story isn't too long, but it's one of the only things that still gives me goosebumps when I think back on it. Back when my youngest sister was around five or six, roughly 12 years ago, my mom, the sister, and I were upstairs watching some series on TV. Out of nowhere, my sister turns to my mother and says, as I vividly remember in these exact words, Mommy, do you remember when I was in your tummy and I died and it made you sad? But it's okay now because I came back and you are happy. I looked at my mom and she was holding back tears. Something that my parents had only ever told me as the eldest child, the year before my youngest sister was born, my mom had a miscarriage. I'm not religious and as much as supernatural stories interest me, I don't believe in that stuff. But man, other than kids saying random things, I can't explain that day away. Well, that was a nice one to like end on a positive note I feel like there that's so many stories that I've heard though well not like heard I guess when I've listened to other people's podcasts and just like I don't know from what I've seen on like TikTok and Instagram and stuff like there are a lot of people who have these experiences where they have a miscarriage or they lose somebody at like a young age and then somebody has a child or they have a child and that child just says like the weirdest out-of-pocket things like do you remember when I was in your tummy and you lost me and now I'm here like what like how do you even know that you know it's almost like babies are I don't know they're like tapped into the spiritual world and it's just like it's so crazy to me sometimes that that they're actually able to to know and under well they don't understand but they definitely know things that are going on and they just can't explain it and they don't know like what it means but I just think that that is so 
crazy but i feel like it's something that is pretty common but i think it's kind of sweet and like reassuring when kids say stuff like that like i've heard stories where it's like oh my dad died and then i had a child of my own and he's like i can see granddad like granddad wants me to tell you that everything's okay it's like you never even met granddad you wasn't even alive when he was here like how did you know to tell me that but kids just have like a sixth sense man i swear But yeah, that is going to conclude our spooky, scary stories, Halloween episode edition thing. Again, I'm sorry this episode is not as long as other episodes have been, but genuinely, like, I just need to stop talking because my throat is so dry. I'm so congested. Like, I just need to go blow my nose a million times and, like, lay down and go to sleep because it's actually pretty late when I'm recording this. Um, But anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Though it was short, I hope you liked it. And next Monday, we are back to our regularly scheduled programming I don't know what I'm going to be talking about next week yet, but it ain't going to be nothing scary and it's not going to be nothing spooky. Okay, we're getting back to real life. All right. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I love y'all so much. I hope that you have a fun and safe Halloween and I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye.